0: It's time for
1: I never saw that. Today we're going to talk about the television show My So-Called Life, which aired in nineteen ninety-five on ABC.
0: Ninety four ninety five, I think. Ninety four ninety five.
1: Yes. And it only ran for one season, nineteen episodes. It starred Claire Danes as Angela Chase. Chase. A 15-year-old who is struggling with being a 15-year-old. Uh, yeah. And so we're going to talk about the the first two episodes, the pilot and episode two. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it.
0: Yeah, go see it right now. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. So you can watch I mean? along with us or don't. It's your choice. Or like do
1: what you want to do. Or
0: if you remember it so perfectly because you were so into this show, then we want to hear from you, actually. Yeah, yeah. But let not until we're know done. Any, okay. Give, let us know in several episodes.
1: Anyway, so for now we're gonna we're gonna take two episodes at a time and we'll see how it goes. There's a lot going on in, in each episode.
0: Oh man, so much going on in a fifteen year old's life all the time.
1: Yeah, well it's true. We watched The Pilot a few nights ago, actually, and then we watched the second episode just now, a few minutes ago. Um, but well first of all, let me just say that this is the piece of pop culture that I've been the most excited about. Really? Yeah. This is the thing that I've heard about for a while that I hadn't seen that people always said, I can't believe you've never seen that show. Yeah.
0: Well, this is kind of the perfect thing for this. Oh, God, For what we're doing, because it it started in 94, ended Mm -hmm. in 95. It was on only when you were gone. Yes. And it wasn't like a movie, which you could go to your blockbuster mm-hmm. and rent or it wasn't like a cd which your friends ha- had and you could listen mm-hmm. to and catch up on later there was no streaming tv back then right this wasn't really you missed a tv
1: show you missed a tv show DVDs if you missed and... an episode of a tv show one week then you just fucking missed it yeah. you know we didn't even have there were no dbrs and all that so yeah it's perfect for that reason and it's perfect because it's about a 15 i mean i was yeah this exact age
0: it's also hitting a little close to it's home. It's
1: hitting very close to home. The The pilot was was rough for me. At the end, I turned to Micah and was like, in tears. Again, apparently yeah. this is going to be a theme for our <laughs> episodes, that I turn to Micah and say something in tears. For at a different reason, though, not a John Candy. Not because it was the best <laughs> movie, but because <laughs> this one is going to be rough for me. It's going to be a little hard to watch yeah. some of it.
0: There aren't going to be maybe as many laughs as the previous Cool runnings. I know that's episode. what I'm worried about.
1: I think we need to we need to find some. I oh, mean, there's, there's definitely some, some humor stuff in to there. Make yeah, fun yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can do that. It's, <laughs> how about that 90s fashion? Huh? Oh, I love it. I actually do love it. The their layering and the yeah. just how completely mismatched everything was. I love it. I'm really into it. The flannel, the plaid.
0: And I maybe it's just because I'm dumb about fashion and mm-hmm, so it wouldn't mm-hmm, matter but I, I also think it's because we were this age when the show was on and we that was like I don't know. It kind of looks normal to me. Like I don't. I mean, not all of it. The women's blazers with the big shoulder pads, and some of it's obvious. And the guy's shirt, uh-huh. the dad's shirt is so. Oh, the, huge. the yeah,
1: the parents' clothing.
0: Why is his? Why I is do he wearing not, a double XL?
1: I do not love the parents' fashion. No. It actually makes me crazy. Every scene, it's all I can see. Yeah. And the, there's some really serious shit going on with them, and I, all I can think <laughs> is like, untuck your shirt, get some jeans that aren't that are long enough for you yeah. and cut your fucking mullet like yeah. i hate the adults mm. fashion but the kids i'm into it yeah so that's 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 my only point of humor about this <laughs> show so i think far. there will be others i took some notes okay. um but yeah it
0: is as we consume different types of pop culture that it's going to be a little uneven like it's not always going to be a comedy podcast you guys yeah so, so buckle up this shit. is going to be rough
1: get your shit together is what I would say.
0: Who our listeners the, yeah. need to get their I mean, shit together? I mean, I don't know. It just seemed like you a thing. You don't know about them. It seemed like a thing that I you should say right then. That seems, seems pretty like maybe presumptuous. I was wrong about that. I'd like to apologize on behalf of all of us here. I never saw that.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. I actually took, after we watched the pilot, I wrote about it uh, because I didn't want to forget a bunch of stuff. And I'm not looking at it right now, and I haven't looked at it since then because I wrote like two and a half pages of my response to it. I'm not kidding you. And it was all serious it was mm. all very personal mm. so i don't really even want to look at that i want to just try to remember what it was that struck me part of it was that like right off the bat first of all people used to tell me all the time that i looked mm. like claire danes so this show is so personal for so many reasons so at the beginning it was like it really felt sort of like watching myself i mean i've never been as cute as claire danes let's just put that She's out there right now shut claire up danes, shut, your you guys. Fucking, shut your fucking mouth um it's true but, you know, just from the very beginning, her transition into this new self, mm-hmm. you know, her hair dyeing, even all of that, like, it just was so familiar to me and the new friends and the, uh, yeah. I don't know, just she's such a, she's like <laughs> such a smart and thoughtful, but depressed. What I, What I really got from the pilot was that she was so depressed. You know, and I don't know whether that's what other people get from watching it. I think most people probably see it and they're like, oh, usual, you know, normal teenage angst, normal teenage stuff, which it is. But in her, I really saw, I did really see a lot of myself in it. I mean, she was depressed and really thinking deeply about stuff. uh, It's interesting that the people around her were thinking about.
0: Because I read a lot of stuff about it and tried to catch up. um, Like you do. Like I do. And I didn't remember reading about any depression there's a lot more about how it's typical teenage angst and dealing with all like yeah um but it just
1: misses so much i mean we do that to kids all the time we belittle kids experiences Mm -hmm. so much and i think that that's a really really typical way that we do that with teenagers you know we're like oh it's just typical teenage shit and of course there's a certain level of that that we all go through as teenagers but we're also fucking individuals who have thoughts that matter yeah. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, something to contribute the, to the world. But
0: I don't think the show discounts it at all. It's, no, it no, 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 It actually seems I don't like either. it's a real oh, yeah. and honest.
1: I, I'm into this show. Yeah,
0: it treats the kids with respect and yes. the things they're going through, although they are cliched and they're, it's also universal. Like all kids at all ages throughout history have gone through this finding yourself and Mm -hmm. what's my personality and who am I and who are my friends. Well, I was very
1: struck. Yes, who are my friends? That's what I was going to talk about is that I was really struck by – she kind of ditched her Mm. lifelong best friend, but but she didn't do it from any sort of mean-spirited place at all. She just didn't – she wasn't – she didn't want to be the same person she had always been. And so, you know, and in the episode we just watched too, she says, I hate it when people – who know you in different ways are in the same area mm-hmm. and so and she's talking about her you know ex-best friend sharon and this kid brian who is her neighbor and i you know who it's, obviously has a crush yeah, on her he's are you her picking her up for on sure that? yeah i picked up on that mm-hmm. very subtle nuance there but um
0: they set that one up early yeah
1: but she grew up with both of them clearly and so they know a different yeah. her and so her new friends ryan and ricky who i fucking love i love the two of them oh yeah. man let's talk about that because yeah. that'll be fun to talk about but yeah you yes so say we'll something? come back to that i
0: love ricky too i just hope that he becomes a real character and not just kind of a comic relief popping in every once in a while with a funny line or something like See, he's not a fully I, developed yeah no person no yet. of course
1: he's not and neither is ryan really yeah i don't know that anyone will be except for Angela, I mean, no one is. Brian isn't either, nor is Sharon. Sharon is like this uptight, God, she's a fucking bummer. I can't stand her. (laughs) I would have ditched her too. God.
0: That scene in the bathroom where Sharon confronts her and says, like, basically, you're ditching me and hanging out with these new friends and I hate you and why are you doing this? Claire Danes crying is, that scene was so real. Like, she looks really pained and she looks... She's not afraid to make the ugly yes, face and yes, cry. Yes, she has
1: a really good ugly cry yeah. face. Right, and it is and it is real. And it, and that's that was the scene where I was like, oh, she didn't ditch her on purpose. That's where I kind of realized like, mm-hmm. she just doesn't feel it. She just needs new people and she needs new experiences. And this person clearly is not, she's not going to evolve with her in the way that she's right. feeling a need to evolve. And I've so been there and I understand but that But she's feeling. also
0: not, she didn't ditch her. From her perspective, Angela is like, No, I don't want to not talk to you anymore. I just She doesn't want to fall into the high school like this is the clique you hang out with Mm -hmm. and these are the only people you associate with. She doesn't see why it has to be that way.
1: Yeah, that's true. She's But Sharon wants it to be the same way it's always in that way. And I I fucking I was thinking tonight. It makes absolute sense to me that this show was canceled after one season in 1995 <sighs> right. on ABC. It was way ahead of its it's time. Because it's so ahead of its time. I mean, I know that's a cliche, and I was trying to think of a better way to say that, but it, I just don't think there's a better way to say that. I mean, Ricky. Let's talk about Ricky. Mm-hmm. I was blown a fucking way in the pilot. Here's a character who is, he comes out as bi in the pilot.
0: Well, she identifies him that way. Oh, she calls Angela him Angela does, yeah.
1: Right. So he is a but he bisexual does, yeah. so he does male that character. He wears eyeliner and no one comments on it. It has not been an issue. Well, the it's parents
0: not... commented on it and that was awkward.
1: They, they commented on his eyeliner?
0: Yeah, I think somebody commented on his eyeliner, but they talked My about point is, how he the was kids, bi. I, I, right, you the know, kids no,
1: don't. It's just not an issue. It's like this is who Ricky is and I love it. I love it so much and I feel like at that time period there wasn't as much acceptance around that kind oh, of stuff yeah. i mean he's basically a non-binary character
0: yeah he hangs out in the woman's in the girl's bathroom to put you. his oh. eyeliner on and they all hang out and chat and talk and
1: i know that he is totally one-dimensional right now yeah but some of the things he says too are very i think they're just very insightful and thoughtful and he, he said did something, have more
0: lines in the pilot that were yeah that had said more something depth, in, this, in the
1: second episode they were talking about. Oh, I know. Claire Danes was talking about. So Jared, is it Lito or Leto?
0: I think it's Lito. Jared, Jared Leto. Is know.
1: Claire Danes' crush on this? You show. may
0: know him as the Joker from Suicide Squad. Oh God, that's right. Or he was he's in been Blade in Runner. Tons of different things. He was I Steve don't know. He's a very I think.
1: pretty boy, and uh, was very pretty. And at apparently, this time. he's
0: off the rails at this point, but. He just. What do you mean? Like in he's real life? he's one of those method actors who gets way too into his okay. character and.
1: Well, anyway, uh, in this in this show, he's just sort of like a dumb, really pretty dude, and <laughs> I, um, I'm really hoping she's gonna get over this guy, but I also get it. I mean, I but have but you had... know
0: that the whole show is about.
1: No, I don't. I haven't seen it. And,
0: right, and well, he's I, also oh, that's what I'm hoping not. His character is always referred to as Jordan Catalano yeah he's not just jordan it's <coughs> always jordan catalano
1: but yeah so she's into him like super into him and i so relate to the kind of crush that she has on this guy except that she has spoken to him more than i spoke to <laughs> some of the crushes i had i once had a crush on this guy okay it was a short story here when i was a freshman in high school might have been when i was a sophomore anyway it doesn't matter point is no, it was a freshman. It was when I was a freshman because it, uh, because I remember my math class. I ha- I took geometry. I was a freshman, which back then was like the advanced uh, course. Now people take geometry in like fourth, fourth grade, grade or some yeah, shit. But anyway. Kids. So this guy who was a senior in high school was in my geometry class because apparently he wasn't that good at math. And um, I had seen him during the summer. I had seen him mowing a lawn with his shirt off <laughs> and he was this like muscle bound jock dude and I developed this this crush on him I never spoke a word to that guy but I would like obsessively think about it like some kind of idiot anyway I totally get that kind of crush but still Jared Leto's an idiot where was I going with this oh Ricky <laughs> so there's this point uh in this episode episode 2 where Claire Danes is saying I don't know if I maybe all I want is the fantasy like once once oh, I actually yeah. act on this crush then it's not mine anymore mm-hmm. like I it's an it's this thing that I need to get through my days and Ricky's just like yeah I totally understand mm-hmm. that and it's just this in passing comment that I it just really struck me as so I don't know just thoughtful and cuz Ryan's like well I fucking disagree because you should go hook up with this guy right like you want him and i actually appreciate her take on it too but
0: he had a couple (laughs) lines like that where he something he he said it's it showed more depth to his character that they're like hinting at and i really want them to get into that so
1: and he's a good friend Um, i the first in the pilot there's a scene which we probably need to talk about in depth but basically ryan and uh angela are gonna go with these two assholes and just leave Ricky there in this sketchy parking lot. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was pissed at Rayanne at that point. I really did not like her at that point. Because Rayanne
0: said, yeah.
1: He's fine. Ricky's fine. fine. And he said, Ricky said, I'm fine. But.
0: Yeah. But he said it like, yeah, Ricky's fine. But you
1: get the feeling he would never do that to to them or to a friend, you know? Anyway, whatever. So we
0: should go back and talk about the pilot, I feel like, because there were so many things that happened in it that. Yeah. I do. I really like Ricky, and I can't wait to see more of him. But there were so many good quotes from the first one. So one thing that I hate in movies most of the time—not always, but in many movies and in some shows and stuff—is narration. Mm-hmm. Just outside. Oh yeah, you do where always hate filling narration. Filling in like all this exposition and this crap that we don't need. It's just—it feels lazy sometimes, but. It totally works in the show, and it feels yeah because it's
1: not it's not narration about what's happening. It's just her her inner
0: yeah. It's an inner thoughts. monologue, and it's like a diary mm-hmm. kind of. You get the show's about her, and it's about her thoughts and what's going on with her. But it worked really well for the first episode too, because there was the whole overarching theme of that of Anne Frank. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, God, I forgot about that. She's reading
0: The Diary of Anne Frank in class, Mm -hmm. so they talk about that a lot, and it comes up in several conversations in and out of school. She just keeps making this point about how Anne Frank...
1: Was lucky.
0: Was lucky. She says that in class, and the teacher keeps her after class to talk about it. But what she's saying, she's... It is a pretty fucked up thing to say. (laughs) She's relating it to her own life about how she's free from what yeah, everyone thought right. of her before and what she was, who she was. She didn't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. She's just in this attic. She's saying
1: she's free of social pressure yeah. and she's stuck in this attic with the guy she has a crush on. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's that like sounds a clean great to slate. Her. It's yeah. like I get to start
0: over and just yeah. be here in this place. It is very insensitive and a No, it's thing super to fucked say. up. But, you but can... it's something you would say as a 15-year-old. Right, as a 15-year-old, you yeah. can
1: understand what she's thinking, even though as an adult, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Nope, that's not okay to say. Yeah. Uh,
0: But there's a lot of great quotes in there. She says to her teacher about personality and putting on a personality.
1: It just seems like you agreed to have a certain personality or something for no reason, just to make things easier for everyone. But when you think about it, I mean, how do you know if it's even you?
0: She says a lot of things like that outside of the narration. She says them to other characters that are poetic kind of and yeah. but really deep. Really insightful, but also kind of cheesy and like perfect for a teenager to say, like super dramatic.
1: Oh, see, I and... would not say cheesy. But I she, would not call any not of the cheesy. things she it's said cheesy. It's just the way
0: the way she says some things. It's not the most eloquent. It, I think the dialogue's really great because it's really real. It's how a teenager would say it. She's saying really smart things, but the way she's saying them, she's like, so, like, you know, she has these affectations that teenagers have or just ways of communicating. They didn't make, they didn't yes, write absolutely. this make the characters talk like adults. Right, 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 yes. That's what I really like about she's
1: it. She's absolutely, a yeah, no, that, I think already that's what I love about her character yeah. is that, she is so thoughtful and insightful, and she's still this kid who is totally caught up in social shit and peer pressure and, you know, all that all that shit. Like, she's not above anybody.
0: Yeah, it's not like watching 90210 with 35-year-old actors <laughs> playing teenagers, and it's written Which we might by do on this 50-year-old show. white dudes.
1: How old like, were they when they made 90210? They weren't that Jason old. Jason
0: Priestley and... 25, L- maybe? I 20s, were, at least in their 20s. Jason Priestley was older; he was like 42, <laughs> and Tori Spelling was 76, <laughs> I think. But there was a scene in the <clears throat> in the pilot early on, during one of the montages or something, um, where we both kind of looked at each other, and we try not to talk too much during the episode so that we yeah. can save it. For I Aaron always forget. We start but having these. We little... both realize, like, oh, good, they're upholding the long. Tradition of having a 42 year old guy with a mullet play a teenager in high school. Like it was just a quick pan. Oh, it was at the people. very beginning. Yeah. You're
1: they're just showing the hallway of the high right, school. One of <laughs> the dudes they and, like, show is like, both of us were like, "Oh, that guy's 45." Yeah, yeah. There's no way. Funny. Like
0: he's older than the dude that plays the dad on this show, mm, and no. he was cast as a high schooler for some reason. Oh, we need I mean, to I talk have... about that sexual assault. Scene. Oh
1: God. Well, you said it. Sexual assault. That was a fucking sexual yeah. assault scene. I couldn't believe it that that they did that in the pilot. I mean, it was. So yeah, so they go. So Angela and Rayanne and Ricky go to some. Was They're it a show? It was a, a club, show. It was a club. Yeah,
0: a dance club. And Ricky's cousin Tino is going to drive. That's them right. We haven't and... actually met Tino no, yet, right? he's, but he's, been, he's been referred a lot. to a yeah. lot.
1: So I have a feeling he'll be a character. I at hope some he's point. never a character. I <laughs> hope he's always yeah. just
0: every episode. Well, Tino's. Tino. Yeah. Tino's coming later. Um
1: So anyway, they they do get in, don't they? Cuz that's when the band mm, played that you thought sucked no, so much. No, no,
0: that was a so- totally separate Oh, no different thing. Season. Okay. So separate.
1: They're in the parking thing. lot and, and they're, they're drinking. waiting to get in,
0: but they can't get in and they're drunk and these two guys Who... go by and Rand says, "Hey, can you guys get us in cuz our friend was supposed to show up and it just turns into they're like, how old are you? And then one of the guys says, well, you want to go somewhere else? You and your friend? And mm-hmm. you guys want to go for a drive? And Rayhan's totally into it. And yeah. Angela's kind of like, uh, I don't know, I guess. And that's when they say, like, Ricky will be fine. He'll stay here. And, and then, Right,
1: because the dudes are like, no, not him. Yeah. Just you two.
0: And then one of the dudes just grabs her and starts.
1: Well, they walk over there. And yeah, he. He slams her up against a car and, be- and attempts to rape her. Is what happens really? And his friend is the one who pulls him off and ends it. But I mean, I'm well, telling you right Angela now, just
0: comes up and pushes or does something, and then Ryan gets pissed about that because I can take care of myself, and she's wasted. And Ricky makes a comment like she won't remember this in the morning. She blacks out. When oh she yeah, drinks. that's gonna so, be a
1: that's gonna be yeah, a thing that um, comes up.
0: But then my favorite part was after. After they get home and she gets dropped off, Angela gets dropped off at her house. And oh, wait. Don't Brian talk about that yet. There. Oh. And oh. Brian, he's like sitting
1: in the tree. Yeah. And they're
0: talking. He's the like, cop well, what happened? And weird. Brian says, well, what do you mean some guys hit on you? Because she says, some guys hit on us and it was weird. And he's like, what do you mean some guys hit on you? Like sexual harassment? And she's like, no, like guys. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. Which is, oh, for this this moment right now that we're living into i mean in 2018 we're in we're in january of 2018 and uh you know the me too movement is big these days and tons of men are being accused of sexual assault and harassment and actually for the first time ever in history experiencing consequences but that her attitude about that is exactly i mean that's how
0: it's what women I deal
1: with i have always felt i i really Thought that being sexually harassed and assaulted was just basically part of being a girl Mm -hmm. until pretty recently, to be honest with you. Um, and that scene there's a lot of that on this show. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've noticed gender stuff that's uh that disturbs me a little bit from her perspective, Mm -hmm. like her, what she thinks, yeah, she's very what she thinks guys are, and what, yeah, what girls are, and
0: And they get into that more. Episode two, which we'll talk about in a little bit.
1: Yeah, uh, we can get into that in a second. But can I just tell you the part that that crushed me in the pilot? It was when she... I, it was that same night, I think. She goes home. And she had just seen her dad talking to this other woman. And she doesn't know all of what's going on with that. But I'm assuming that she's assuming that he's having an affair.
0: Right, her dad who's supposed to be out. Oh, and with her his brother dad,
1: or... who she loves, by the way. I need to talk about him, too, in a minute. But it, cr- it... The thing that made me cry was when she got into bed with her mom, who she fights with all the time. She and her mom have this very rocky relationship. Her mom is is kind of the disciplinarian and trying to, you know, her dad's the fun guy who wants to be liked. And they connect on these kind of easy levels. And her mom, you know, she she's pissed at her mom a lot because she's 15 and her mom's trying to <laughs> control her in these ways. And so anyway, she climbs into bed with her mom, puts her head on her mom's shoulder and she says i'm sorry and she just starts crying and then the narration the voiceover says i fell asleep like that i must have been so tired and the way she says it i don't know if it was intentional but it sounded so childlike to me Mm -hmm. and i it it really really got to me emotionally because that was that was so real for me like Mm. she's a kid she she just went out like to this club and her friend almost got raped in front of her and she's she's out drinking and she's trying to live this independent life but she's 15 and she fell asleep on her mom's shoulder because she was tired mm-hmm. and she's a kid and I was a kid and I needed to be taken care of and so does she and anyway I lost it at that point that's when I said this is going to be rough for me yeah okay but can we talk about her dad because her dad creeps me out <sighs>
0: Well, yeah, one of the first scenes with him, like he yep he they try to make him this goofy, clueless sitcom dad sometimes they play that a lot,
1: yeah, I don't think he's supposed to be creepy, really, but but, but from there the was beginning a scene where
0: it's creepy, well,
1: I think it's also just this you know played out trope of the dad who can't handle his daughter, yeah developing the first the the way we're introduced to him is that she's wearing a towel, and he like won't interact with her because she has a towel around her
0: yeah and he tells his wife later he crawls in bed she
1: needs to put some clothes on
0: can you just tell her not to just wear a towel around the house and anymore? it feels
1: like he's like yeah. aroused by it or something why it's just can't gross it's gross yeah. i really didn't like that
0: that was a misstep in the writing i didn't quite get what they were going for there Maybe, yeah not. but she
1: does love her dad and they're really close and so she's of course very upset when she sees him talking to this other woman but and she, also, she has a little sister <laughs> who is just ignored. Yeah, just not like a somebody at should all. call fucking like, CBS. That poor kid. <laughs> there was
0: a scene. Was it in the pilot or this one where she just yeah. kept asking yeah. the same question over and over, and nobody heard her in the whole family? Well, and then
1: she does some like a headstand or something. She's like, "Look at me! Yeah. Look at me!" Like this yeah. poor kid is just trying to get attention. And finally, they're like, "Oh, oh yeah, okay." I don't even know her. Yeah, name. Yeah, you're here. Danielle does is
0: she her even name. Know. It'd be better if she didn't have a name.
1: Do you have anything else to say about the pilot? I, I, there was so much that happened yeah, that I was I think struck there a by. Lot of but things,
0: I mean, I talked about the narration a little bit and how that works for me. But there's also, I don't, they did it a little bit in this in the second episode too. But I wasn't sure if it was just going to be a pilot thing. But the cinematography, like the, they do all these cuts and edits that are pretty creative and
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: a lot of weird things with lighting. Like there was a scene in the second episode where she's doing a flashback to something and the oh, light like the is kiss. different and the colors are really bright. Uh-huh. In the first episode they did these montages of high school life and they they did one where they just show Brian raising his hand in every class. He's the only he's the neighbor who's the mm-hmm. nerd and mm-hmm. knows the answer all the time and the, all the teachers say, Anyone other than Brian? And then <laughs> they'll show him raise his hand and they'll go back and it'll be a different teacher. Saying, okay, Brian. And so they do this montage throughout the day. They also show at one point, they'll like track between a classroom and the hallway, and you'll see this big wall to try to divide it. And then they cut to a different scene. But there's one where she's in class and she comes out, and they go by, and there's just a cheerleader crying in the hallway. Mm. And it's not,
1: they don't address it. It's just, yeah. Well, that's, yeah.
0: They do that a lot. But I I liked how the, it was kind of experimental, and they were trying some things out, you could tell. And they kept mm. them going in the second episode, so I hope they keep doing that. That's
1: cool that you noticed that. I don't notice that kind of thing as much as you do, like the the, te- the more technical side of things. I just, real quick, want to put a plug out there for Brian. <laughs> I do. He's annoying as hell, and as a as if I were Angela, I would be super irritated by him at the same time.
0: That's what he's supposed to be. He's
1: Well, yeah, yeah. but he's he's also just, he's a very genuine guy like he just is who he is and i always really appreciate those people and those characters because i have always you know i had such i still i'm almost 40 years old and i feel like i'm always trying to figure things out and you know where do i fit in the world and some people just know and he seems like one of those people you know like he's oh
0: yeah and he's just
1: comfortable with that he's He's a he's a big nerd he's annoying as fuck but he just is who he is and he he's a good friend to her and
0: yeah he is totally comfortable. In the second episode, there's a scene where he rollerblades down the sidewalk <laughs> wearing slacks pulled oh, yeah. up way too high and a belt with a, sh- like a dress shirt tucked in. And... Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, Brian. That's a I good I don't look.
1: remember. Were rollerblades cool in 95 or 94, I mean?
0: <laughs> I think what you meant to say was, were rollerblades cool ever? question mark? <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be what you meant to say.
1: Well... I don't know. No if they were
0: to people who like, I know some fr- like really good friends of mine, that were super into rollerblades. It's fine. No, rollerblades
1: just... are awesome. Actually, yeah. that's one of those things. I wish I I would have not given a shit what other people thought and just rollerbladed. It always has looked so fun. A lot of people do it. A lot of people yeah. still do it, and always have done it. So whether it's cool or not, I don't know. But Maybe nobody that's does it. In, but...
0: Like slacks with a belt. <laughs> Yeah, and well, he didn't have any shoes. It it's was not his like, form of transportation, like where, I guess. Right, but where was he going from? And did he just wear like he rollerbladed, he just rollerbladed, to, rollerbladed down to meeting, and then
1: Angela's house because Sharon was standing outside, remember? Uh huh. And he was like trying to prove to Sharon that Angela was actually going to help him with their science project, and he wasn't just being being used by her wait
0: in the scenario that you set up to justify the scene (laughs) he sees sharon in front of angela's house which is right across the street or next door Mm -hmm. to his house Uh and instead of walking down he says oh hold on let me get there real quick i'll just strap on these rollerblades oh
1: i'm sorry micah not all of us are as fast of walkers as you are Mm. you know some of us need to get someplace faster Mm mm-hmm And why would you walk when you can rollerblade? Have you ever put rollerblades
0: on? I think it takes a while. And I think the time you make up from being on wheels for 15 feet. The funny thing is too, that the
1: scene is like, it's like two seconds that we actually rewound it. Cause I was like, wait, what? I thought he had Heelys on at first, but I was like, wait, those weren't invented yet. Right. So we
0: hadn't found the technology yet.
1: We had to rewind because I was like, what was on his feet just now? And it, it it did turn out to be rollerblades, but it was such a brief scene. I don't know. It was odd. You're right. It was it was, it was a little odd, but it did sort of fit with his character, sweet though. Sweet Brian. I know, sweet Brian. His hair's a fucking mess. I oh, love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's an odd choice as well. I like it.
0: So a few more things about the first the pilot episode that I just wanted to point out. One at the end, it was a really I liked the the end scene where she gets dropped off and she's walking back to her house. Brian walks her home kind of cause she gets dropped off by the cop who picked them up at the, after not getting into the club yeah, yeah, yeah. and getting mm-hmm. assaulted and everything. Um, and the cop's cool. He doesn't like take her to her door and tell her parents or anything. He just lets Brian walk her up and they start playing this REM song that everybody hurts
1: Oh, and then that's yeah. playing and
0: she goes upstairs and goes and talks to her mom. And mm-hmm. She also has an R.E.M. poster but, on her wall. Yeah. Um, I liked that scene a lot and it was mm-hmm. kind of perfect for it. Just yeah. so many of these things. When did
1: that song come out? Not long before that. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. so at the time it wasn't a song that everybody had heard 10 million times probably.
0: Maybe, yeah. You know,
1: I I mean, now it would be like, oh, Jesus. I know. They're using this song, but right then, yeah, it was perfect. I mean, it was.
0: And it was great, like, watching this again, because you never saw a minute of this show until Mm -mm. the other night. And I remember it, but it's one of those shows that I don't think, I didn't watch every episode. It wasn't like I was totally into it and I was religious about it and I needed to see it. But I definitely knew the characters and I watched it and I followed along and,
1: yeah was it was everybody watching this show i don't know of our age, like were teenagers all watching this
0: i think a lot of people were but i don't know i don't know if i was the demographic Demographic. but i was into it and i was watching it i remember like i knew who people were and when the first couple scenes in the pilot I, uh, i was like oh my god i remember that's
1: her oh mom. like it was nostalgic when yeah you, when you watched it again that's Where, cool if you would ask me that's gonna be a cool before, thing about this for you micah
0: do you remember her best friend i'm like oh yeah she had this best friend that she hung out with but i wouldn't have been able to picture her and then mm-hmm. as soon as Rayanne came on screen in that first shot like, of oh my them, god like, i remember her pranking people on the sidewalk or whatever they were doing telling funny stories to people oh, yeah. uh-huh. um i was like oh god i totally remember her and ricky was the same way i remembered i remember the concept of them but
1: well, it is cool because I'm very much like this with T V shows in particular because they're ongoing stories where you get really attached to the characters. I feel like I get attached maybe at an unhealthy level to some <laughs> to some characters, but you you know, it's like seeing an old friend. Yeah. Really. I mean, that yeah. sounds weird, but I think it is like that.
0: So then I had to go look up all these people, like the mom. I was like, How do I know her? I think I just know her from this show, mostly. I mean, she was in Jaws, so I know her from other things. But it was her, it was the character more that I was remembering, the way she talks and the way she talks to mm-hmm. Angela. And I was like, oh, man, I, I just remember her from this, and I never would mm-hmm. have been able to think of her without seeing this again. Yeah. Um, but Rayanne, interestingly, the actress, <laughs> one did, thing I found out. What now, did
1: she go on to do? Is that what you're going to tell she
0: me? She is now the Countess of Devon.
1: I'm sorry. What? She
0: married some English noble person, <laughs> Rayanne. <laughs> She's countess a countess. Of Devon.
1: Wow, yeah. that's pretty fantastic. Which is strange. Um, I mean, that's just strange because that's it's strange for anyone to yeah, be a countess. Yeah, and Ricky
0: went on to be in Rent. I think he was in. Ooh. I don't know if it was the of Broadway one. Of course he did, yeah. Ricky. Um, claire danes of course is in homeland jared leto we already talked about yes he's weird claire
1: danes has been in tons of stuff yeah
0: um one other thing i want to touch on which is a little bit on the more funny side about this show um one of my favorite scenes
1: (laughs) oh i know what you're gonna talk about
0: (laughs) featuring the band animal bag (laughs) i believe that's what they're really Animal bag. Did they say the name? I don't remember that. So it's the weirdest <laughs> scene. It's Angela lies, which I think is gonna happen every episode. She's uh, gonna be like, Yeah, oh, mom and yes. dad, can I go out? That's another thing we need to I'm talk going about. Going to this person's house, and it's oh, gonna be yeah great. And her parents just keep going, No, it's a school night. Oh, okay, you can go. Like, when are they gonna catch on? But anyway, Oh, um,
1: hi. Have you met my parents? Because she, I could tell you a lot of stories.
0: She goes to a friend's house because it's friend of jordan catalano's house they're having a party and there's going to be a band playing there and you have to come and it's going to be great you can hang out with jordan this is ryan telling mm-hmm. her all this so she goes she shows up
1: which also who has a live band at their house at in high school with, Do people do in the that?
0: backyard with a stage yeah 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 like lights. for real like some guy wearing like a motorcycle helmet doing the lights i don't know but this band oh I, yeah <laughs> oh my God! It was I, like the the I don't know what it was. I don't like,
1: remember it. We're gonna have to oh let's put a clip in oh, right let's here not. of um, yes we I don't want need to. to
0: subject people to that yeah because
1: I don't remember it. It didn't strike me as so horrible as it did you.
0: Ah, uh, as someone who <laughs> was really into Red Hot Chili Peppers back in the day, probably yeah, around yeah. the time the show came out, and was into the grunge music scene and all that stuff, this band was all the bad things
1: about that scene
0: about. Any type, I don't know about it was all just music. So bad, <laughs> yeah. It was no offense to Animal Bag. Um <laughs> I did look <laughs> them up. There are only two two members of the four that are listed that are still with us. Uh-huh. Two are deceased. Oh, um,
1: poor Animal Bag.
0: But they sucked, and yeah. I imagine. Well, that I mean, was they're the supposed one... to be
1: high schoolers, aren't they? They're like a high school band. I don't
0: know. Well, yeah, but they. I, I don't know what was going on. That scene really baffled me because it seemed like the writers and creators of the show really hit the right notes with a lot of other things, with the dialogue, with what kids are getting into. And that that scene was like, so it's yeah. like a high school party, guys. Remember what those are like? Let's make that happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We have stadium professional bands with stadium lights, lights, a light huge band. stage in yeah. a friend's backyard in the suburbs. But
1: we'll make the band suck, though. Because <laughs> that. No, but I think
0: the band was... I think they were maybe like they had just moved to L.A. I read way too much about them because I was yeah, so do confused. That. Yeah, that's my um, that's
1: the thing. My but I knew that
0: was a real band and they don't mention their name or anything.
1: Wait, was... I'm sorry. They were a real band.
0: Yes, the band was Animal Bag. They're I thought band. you were
1: saying that was the band. That was just what they were called on the show. No. no.
0: Yes, that's a real band. And they.
1: Oh, now I feel bad. Well, I actually I don't feel bad. I didn't say as many terrible things as you did.
0: Wait, you thought that I? I thought they were
1: a fictional band named Animal Bag, and that you and they'd
0: made up this whole post my so-called life story about two of the people in the band dying.
1: No, I, (laughs) no, I thought you meant two of the people who play. Yeah, I thought you meant they died.
0: Well, this was a whole big misunderstanding. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I that scene was baffling to me and did Mm. not age well.
1: Huh? Yeah, I think I wonder if they were trying to just show the style of music that people were listening to that's what i feel like but it was a very strange way to do that yeah it was
0: bad okay she got into the mosh pit and she got mud on her and then she (gasps) oh and then she walked in oh god i
1: forgot about that part oh yeah oh god that part also sort of crushed me a little bit because oh yeah so she goes she's standing in this was she in the mosh pit well, she was I don't just know. trying Whatever. to walk she was the crowd in there. the crowd yeah. near the front, uh, you know, near the stage. And some douche is up on stage with a band, and he jumps out to crowd surf. And as soon as that happens, she falls, or somebody knocks her down.
0: Yeah, they're like trying to catch him, and she gets knocked. Yeah, down.
1: they or... knock her down. No one fucking notices. She's just lying there in the mud. And it reminded me of this time that I was crowd surfing at a Screaming Trees show in Olympia at Capitol Theater, and I got dropped on the floor, like, and it was like a cement floor. And I don't remember So if that part anyone literally crushed you is what you were saying. <sighs> I really identified with how she felt in that moment. It's like the ultimate loneliness. Yeah. It's the most lonely feeling to be surrounded by people and be on the ground and, and have no notices. one fucking notice you or help you. It's a very lonely yeah, that I'm glad you brought that up. That was a really powerful moment for me.
0: And then she walks in the house because she's looking to like clean up her dress. It's all muddy and stuff. And Mm -hmm. and lo and behold, who's there? All alone, just sitting in a dark room by himself watching TV. Jordan Catalano. So they have their first conversation. He says something about it being Friday, and she says, "No, it's Thursday." And
1: (laughs) yeah, right.
0: Yesterday was Wednesday, so that's how I know that. (laughs) Yeah, she's
1: fun. Yeah, that was funny. He's. It
0: was funny. He's not portrayed as the brightest He's not the sharpest tool in the shed at or the, the sharpest school. knife
1: in the drawer
0: he had been held back twice they say or the right brightest in the first... bulb in the lamp yep we get it because we're all smart don't <laughs> you keep going though uh-huh okay um, but it fits well because at the end of the episode she's able to say that she did have a conversation with jordan catalano because Ryan Rae- yeah. asks her what do you want from this and you want to have sex with him don't you and she's like or have a conversation ideally both Yeah. That's great. So, you want to talk about episode two? Yeah,
1: finally, Jesus. Okay.
0: The experiment. I don't know what it was really called. No, it was called Dancing in the
1: Dark because the theme is dancing and it's a very heavy handed metaphor throughout the episode. For
0: what? I didn't pick up on that. Sex stuff.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: (laughs) This is a teenager show, Jen. Sex stuff.
1: Yeah, but it's all about the parents. Anyway, so yeah, second episode. Her parents take ballroom dancing lessons.
0: Yeah, but first we have to start at the beginning.
1: Well, I don't remember what was the beginning. The that very, was just the first thing I remember. The very
0: beginning was the montage of her kisses where she's recounting all the times in her life <gasps> that she'd been kissed.
1: <sighs> yes, she says, I've been kissed three times, which immediately I was like, okay, I hate the way that was phrased. I've been kissed.
0: Yes, it's very And passive. I think
1: I probably would have said it the same way. Yeah, very passive. Like, they were kisses she enjoyed. She was thinking about them fondly. Well... But the way she views herself is... As like, an object uh, to be the, kissed. Yeah, she's yeah. the passive person in that situation. And it happened again later in the car with mm-hmm. Jared Leto. Can I talk about that? Or do you... Yeah. Are you wanting... So... so,
0: well, I think we should talk about the montage first. She talks about her three kisses that mm-hmm. she's... She says, I've been kissed three times. Well, twice, but no, three times. And she... The first one is a YMCA camp counselor or something. Who had a boyfriend. Camp, who had a girlfriend. Yeah, they aren't
1: actually... Sorry, girlfriend. Um, and
0: um, it's not a great kiss. But, well, it looked, that looked like an all right kiss and she was into it and everything. The second one was at a wedding. Yeah. And this is another montage that she's narrating in the light. The um, editing is great. She keeps going back. like She's standing in the hallway thinking about this mm-hmm. in high school, in the present. And she thinks about all the kisses. And so... The memory fades out, and it transitions back to her in class or in the hallway, and her lips are kind of out, and she like right. Leans she's back against the locker. That's what I mean. She's yeah. she is
1: very fondly remembering it. Yeah.
0: So then, yeah, later there's a the kiss scene. She kisses Jordan finally, or well, he I'm kisses sorry. Her.
1: Well, no. Oh God. I, okay. First we'll of all, we'll go
0: through all that, but I think we should just talk about it now. Like, oh, no,
1: that's fine. But I I just want to say that this episode had a shit ton of feminism in it, and I was feeling it it was very i thought it was very feminist in some ways so she she's in the car with jared leto later at the near the end of the episode and she's talking to him and he just suddenly leans over and starts trying to make out with her and she was like whoa whoa what the like what the fuck are you doing she goes i was talking and And i was so No, but I was so stoked that she said that. And that seems so silly, a thing to be stoked about. But I feel like I don't know that I would have been strong enough at that age in that situation to say that. I would have just let him kiss me probably and like tried to go with it because I'm like into this guy and I want him to like me. Mm -hmm. So she says I was talking and then he tries again and she's like, you have to lead up to that. She
0: says I was talking and he says, you talk a lot.
1: Well, that was after. Oh, that was after God. the...
0: What a douche.
1: Oh, he's a total piece of shit. It was She's, terrible. He's... Yeah, but... But uh, it was great
0: that she stood up to him, like, twice. I loved it. And she... I loved
1: that. But then, of course, there's this moment that... And this was irritated the fuck out of me that she... There's a moment where he, like, leans back and he's like, Oh, today has just been harder. Blah, blah. And then... They're both just kind of quiet, and he has his eyes closed, and she's looking at him, and she's like, "This was the perfect time for him to kiss me or anything me." And then he opens the door for her to get out, but I'm thinking, just fucking kiss him. Why do you need yeah, to wait for him she to kiss you? Done it then, right. Ugh, why On are a side we? Note, yeah.
0: I do hope that the next episode is the same day, but from Jordan Catalano's perspective, because it's been a weird, confusing day. He said. I mean, oh. we don't know what happened. <laughs> I mean, Tino was supposed to show up to talk to him about Frozen Embryos, and he never showed. Frozen
1: Embryos is the and name of their band, speaking of bands. The band that they haven't even started oh, yet. Frozen Embryos is such a good band name. It's good. Oh, my God. I laughed I laughed out loud at that part. I That was so funny. Yeah. I feel like any episode told from his perspective would be very short <laughs> yes. and mostly empty of thought. It would actually be a really funny um contrast to see like yeah. if they did half or like they kept switching between her thoughts and his mm-hmm. you know where she's like i i just don't know what the meaning of life is or whatever and he's like
0: oh no his would just like, be it would be quiet like you said because there would be <laughs> insert narration here but there wouldn't be any it would just, <laughs> just be just silence <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Shh. Just white noise Shh. that's what he's hearing all the time <laughs> poor jordan catalano
1: poor, poor beautiful poor, jordan Catalano. yeah <laughs> Yeah, but the feminism. So so I thought the fact that she stopped him was a feminist mm-hmm. thing to do, even though then then she was like submissive after that. But her mom was like, I liked her mom in this episode a lot more than in the pilot. Mm-hmm. And she kept asking people if she should cut her hair short. And of course, everyone's like, no, men like your hair long because that's all that matters. And she says, why do who cares what they think? Yeah. Which I was like, right on. So yeah, she kept asking and nobody told her she should do it, but then she did it anyway. And it looked fucking great, by the way, even though all her stupid husband could tell her was that her ears showed better.
0: Yeah, it shows your ears more. What an idiot. That's a good line. I guess but I she also...
1: One. So, there was a Hillary Clinton joke, remember?
0: Yes, when she's saying, like, I'm going to cut my hair
1: short. And, some, and he's like, you mean like, like Hillary Clinton? Hillary and then Clinton. they're sort of like, and nope. she's like, Hillary Clinton's a brilliant woman. She should stop being judged by her hair. And I was like, oh, wow, 25 years yeah. later and things haven't changed that much. No. Nope. But I, yeah, that was funny. That was interesting just as far as, you know, marking the time period that this took place in.
0: Yes. There was another thing I wanted to say about the Jordan Catalano kiss scene. Uh-huh. Um, and we talked about this a little earlier. Angela says, as she's standing in the house before she goes out to the car, she tells Rayanne, "Like, I don't know if I really want to do this because the idea of him, like, I'm obsessed I'm right, with him yeah. and I love that concept." And that's when Ricky's like, "Yeah, i
1: I totally, I totally understand that. that yeah,
0: um, she was totally right.
1: Absolutely, yes, because the reality was the reality of was course. A-
0: what is he seventeen or something? Oh, yeah, like, he's a little bit older. He's a seventeen-year-old dude who's an idiot.
1: Yeah,
0: and no, I'm not saying Jordan Catalano is an idiot. I'm saying he's a seventeen-year-old dude. We're all idiots, <laughs> and he and the dad talks about this later, like men.
1: Oh yeah, he boys does, your maybe.
0: age, and she's like, I know, Dad, and then she stops and says, Boys, boys my age, what? Yeah, <laughs> and, I know that was so cute. And I he basically that. says, like they don't know how to.
1: He said it's difficult to learn how to become a man Mm -hmm. and both of us we had you and i had the same response which was like oh poor men! oh it's so hard (laughs) to be a man but then i realized that actually it is hard to fucking figure out of course because we have we put all these weird expectations on men i mean men are supposed to be aggressive and anyway yeah yeah and he i mean like jared leto's character what i was trying to kind of connect to is that you know he tries to force this kiss on her and that's how he's been tra- That's what he's been taught to do. That's what girls like. You know, you force yourself on them basically and they submit to you. Yeah. I mean, and he has no gross. other
0: moves or strategies to get to know somebody or talk to them. Um, those yeah. aren't his strengths. He just looks pretty and girls yeah. probably are into that. But
1: but her dad's point, I think, was like, yeah, that a lot of men are just not really grownups.
0: Right, and he says that. (laughs) He says even my friends. He says
1: most of the men I know are still trying to figure it out. And I think mm -hmm. he's also talking about himself. Well, Mm -hmm. he's definitely talking about himself because a lot lot of this this episode is about about what's going on with him. And that's what's kind
0: of cool about this show too is the teenagers are written really well. The dialogue's really good. It's real. It's not Mm -hmm. condescending. Yeah. But the parents are also real characters. Yeah, They're not just going to be...
1: Killjoys.
0: Killjoys or like broad
1: like he's the goofy fun dad who makes dad jokes and right. she's the uptight bitch of a mom because that's like, sort of what it seemed like at first it was going to be that yes. trope and it but was we like, got oh.
0: more with just the parents this time yeah
1: no this episode was more about them i think i mean the dancing metaphor was all about them Oh God! Mm-hmm. They use so there were so many lines about dancing. They take ballroom dancing lessons because she decides they need to do something different, and he decides he agrees to it, even though it's not something he would normally do because he's feeling bad because he met this other woman and he's supposed to meet her. Nothing has happened between them yet. Uh, we find out in this episode, but he's supposed to meet her at a hotel the next day, and he's really conflicted about it. So he tries to try to rekindle things with his wife by going to this dance class, and it just. Of course, it backfires. It doesn't work. They suck at dancing together. Yeah, and but the, then that's the metaphor is yeah. like, you know, dancing. I, I think it's not just sex. They they used it as a metaphor for sex a lot, but also just their relationship just in general. So, yeah. yeah.
0: And the instructor tells them at some point, like, you guys need to take a class, like a group class with other people. Oh yeah. Oh god. You should dance with other people.
1: It was like, oh wow, that was a really blatant. <laughs> Uh, yeah that was funny uh you find out that angela's mom whose name i can't remember is like best friends lifelong friends with sharon's mom who is played by
0: mary Kay place thank you her name. yes
1: mary Kay place who is fantastic always mm-hmm. she plays maria bamford's mom in the show lady dynamite which i highly recommend it was cool to see her is all that's all i have to say about that she just I really like her. She's funny and dry. and
0: Yeah. So they introduce something with Mary Kay Place, her character, and Angela's mom. She picks up this, or no, she S- sees it, this the Cinderella, Cinderella yeah. statue, and they feature it a bunch in shots. And I was like, oh, somebody's going to break that later in this episode. <laughs> well, you thought it was going to be Jordan Catalano. Yeah. But it's this statue that her dad got her when she was 11, and, she, and they're talking about her cutting her hair and what men are into and you should wear more red and you should Mm. have long hair. And then there's the Cinderella thing. And then at the very end of the episode, the after the dance class and they have this fight and the dance class doesn't go well. And then they have sex. Then they have sex. Oh, but But that's after they have sex. You just always want to jump right to the sex, Jen.
1: I do always. Um,
0: They're having a fight about not being able to dance and how, and they talk about this during the dancing too, how, she always has to go backwards. When does the woman get to go forward? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You have no idea how hard it is well, to go backwards. Well, it's usually
1: the man who goes forward, and mm-hmm. she's like, Tell me about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then they're having this fight at home about how they can't dance together, and really they're talking about, you know, they should be able to dance together because they've been together so long, and she's really frustrated. And for some reason, she picks up this Cinderella thing as she's talking and then she throws it on the floor and there was just But then seems so surprised much that it was acting broken. in that scene. <laughs> it was that was just hard for me that It was one.
1: odd. I I don't remember seeing her pick it up. I don't know why she was holding it or if it was just sort of this right. unconscious thing. She grabbed it and was talking and then I think but that's she what she was did supposed to throw be it, it was blocked the out. Ground well, it wasn't staged on well. on the floor.
0: and just acting so much in that scene. I both know. of them I, were
1: I wasn't bothered by the acting. I was just out. bothered by like why would she be surprised that it broke when she threw it on the or floor? Or did she break it intentionally and then she was just feeling regret? Yeah. I don't so know. So then
0: she crumples to the floor to pick up the pieces of this broken statue and he comes over and kisses comforts her, her and he comforts says, her "Dance and, with me." Yeah. And then they and are goes, talking about sex. She goes, "We don't know sex. how." And
1: he goes, "We know how." And then, of course, there's a sex scene. It's a really raunchy sex scene where they wow. like get it on. They like go, they you sh- they they I do all the Kama Sutra positions. Oh, but it's this is pretty isn't, gross. This
0: isn't in the Hulu version. You're talking about the Criterion Collection Blu ray <laughs> that just came <laughs> out. of My so called life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get that. If no, you want. there's
1: no raunchy sex scene, but the next time you see them, they're in bed, nude, <laughs> and there's a candle and stuff. So, like, they totally did it.
0: Well, we don't know that, Jen. Maybe they just danced and then they were so tired because they were dancing so hard. They did it. The tango?
1: In a way. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, there's a lot going on with the parents. I'm wondering, Claire Danes is the one that keeps hearing or witnessing him. Uh, So, she is the one who saw him talking to this woman outside in the pilot and then she sees him on the phone. Oh, that phone. Mm, yeah that phone that plugs into the wall and had like buttons on it he's at his house
0: and his wife and daughter just went up to bed and he picks up the home phone the landline if you will
1: (laughs) grab your cell i know
0: use your burner go outside don't don't talk she could pick up the phone and hear you
1: i know that's what i thought was gonna happen but that's not what happened um claire danes walks in and he's on the phone and all he he says he's talking to this woman he's like, I can't I just can't do it. I'm sorry, I just can't do this And
0: I don't know how much of that she heard though she just, I,
1: you can't tell by her face what she heard and she doesn't say anything. I was really hoping she was gonna say something but he she just, just
0: says you're gonna have trouble getting up in the mornings well you're and they, so they
1: had just had this good conversation too at the table about yeah. boys. That's when he talks about boys and stuff. Mm.
0: Angela's just realizing a lot of things about
1: life and people and and, and, and it's and rough. It's people. hard. It's hard when you realize that stuff. Yeah. I wanted to talk real quick about this one tiny throwaway line that Ricky had. I feel like Ricky is going to have a lot of <laughs> super insightful throwaway lines, yeah. but he, they're at Brian's house and they're talking about the ex- the science experiment that they're doing, the science project mm. that they're working on. The volume and and they're genuinely, like, Ryan and Ricky are curious. They're asking questions about how it works. And Brian's getting super annoyed. But anyway, basically, it measures pressure. And and they're like, so, I think Ryan says, so, the mo- just the mouse breathing causes pressure? And was like, yes. And Ricky's like, I understand that. Or I feel that. <laughs> anyway, I thought, whoa. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. But I thought that was sort of a... An acknowledgement of the fact that people are uncomfortable with his very existence, yeah. like his, you know, breathing causes pressure, like breathing causes problems for him. Like just yeah. being who he is is difficult for people, so that's why I was like, God, that's a great line. Oh,
0: and I can't. I hope he gets fleshed out more and yeah. is more of a real person and a character. And
1: oh, his outfit was so good. Yeah, it's like a vest and a tie. Always
0: the vest. He wears a lot of vests. Really. I
1: feel like. Uh, busy shirt underneath. He, yeah, he looked good. He looked, he looked the part.
0: Yeah. So a few things I, I'm excited to see more. I can't wait to see the love triangle between Brian and Angela and Jordan Catalano just play out through the season. Um, I want to see Ricky become more of a real character, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to actually meet Tino.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tino is going to be great. It's just going to be. It's going to be just this big feeling.
0: Oh, maybe this is what they're going to do. They're going to talk about Tino a lot and then he's going to come on and he'll be, maybe it'll be like Kirk Cameron or something. Like some big star.
1: Kirk Cameron. Who's a
0: big star. I don't know. You know what I'm saying though? Like it'll be a cameo. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Tino's going to be Jennifer Lopez probably. In 95? I don't think so.
1: She was a fly girl back then. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder what's going to happen with Sharon because here's what I'm afraid is going to happen. I'm afraid – and I don't think – that this show does not seem this simple. So I don't – I'm hoping this is not how it's going to go down. But I wonder if what's going to happen is Angela realizes at some point that Sharon was a real friend and a good friend and a good person. And these other people that she's become friends with are the bad people and she should not be friends with them. You know what I mean? Yes. A lot of shows would have done that where it's like, you know, oh, she – Left her old friends for these new friends. And mm-hmm. you should never do that because new friends are always terrible.
0: I don't think they're going there. Though. I don't
1: think so either. But I'm just.
0: I'm wondering I'm if Sharon's a just going to kind of disappear and fade away because she's not. She's kind of one dimensional. Yeah, and maybe. Brian kind of fills that
1: But they introduced role. her mom in this episode. Like, I kind of feel like I think something's going to happen with Sharon either. Yeah she's gonna come around or I, I don't know
0: oh and i can't wait to find out more about ryan's foot fetish what because well she talks a lot about feet in the first episode oh, yeah. they're sitting this one she
1: talks about some girl's feet how yeah. she has the perfect feet
0: so in the first episode she talked they're talking about shoes and trading shoes and she's like but your feet are small and perfect and yeah, she's you're like right. but mine are fatter and yours are skinnier and then at the beginning of this episode she has this line that is about oh and she has the best feet. She's, the perfect they're talking about some girl yeah. feet. And nobody mentions it, but
1: you're right. Maybe she'll make a foot comment in every episode.
0: Maybe. I am just looking forward to all these mysteries. <sighs> I'm that so set excited
1: up. to watch this the rest of the show. I would watch all of it right now if I could. Uh, also I know that a lot of people watched this show at the time and that it meant a lot to a lot of people um and if you're listening to this and you're one of those people then get in touch with us ask now we (laughs) for (laughs) 29.95 um no just we would love to hear from you and what the show meant to you and maybe even you know we would like to have a guest or two as we as we move through this because i remember
0: the show but i don't remember how it ends i don't remember yeah i'm so i'm
1: so excited
0: But if people really had a connection with it and remember it all and love it, it'd be cool to have some conversations with you all too. Mm -hmm. Um, So thank you for listening. We're going to watch all 19 episodes of My So-Called Life.
1: We will probably do episodes three and four next time. Maybe three, four, and five even. Yeah. See how we feel. I don't Uh, know. There was a lot to say about these first two. (laughs) So I don't know that we can do more than two at a time. I'm sure
0: there will be episodes where there isn't a whole lot to say. Like they go through. Really? Every show goes through that. You know, they have. Okay. Worse, worser episodes and better ones. I don't
1: feel like this is that kind of show, but.
0: But thank you so much for listening and uh, check out Ineversawthat.com to get the rest of our episodes. Mm-hmm. We have um, a
1: Facebook group too. Join And if it. you're
0: wondering what we're doing, uh, there's the very first episode kind of explains and gives some context. Guess, yeah. Um, so check that out. Download them all. And. That's it. Thanks. thanks.
1: City when the days are to